are now tuned into your podcast radio. I'm not living like I did before. What's going on, guys? My name is Ryan, and I'll be your host for the IIFYP If It Fits Your Podcast Radio. I am extremely excited to be here, but before we start, if there's anyone out there who has no idea what IFYM is or how to calculate their macros, please email us. We're having a lifetime free promotion, IIFYMApparelCoaching at gmail.com. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to talk about a, a pretty hot topic that we get uh Quite often, especially with females who reach out to us for either advice or uh, macro calculations or, uh, you know, for, for, for help in, in any sense. So, Michelle, can you explain this? Yeah, well, I, uh, specifically we got an email asking, um, saying that they needed some advice because their husband recently had expressed some interest in um, actually training with her. And um, he has little experience lifting. She's running our challenge program, and she said, you know, is it okay for him to run the same Challenge program? advanced program. Yeah, the advanced program. So, you know, this is for somebody who's been lifting for a couple of years. Um, he has little experience. Um, and she said she's heard before that men and women need to train differently, but she doesn't know if this is true. Um, and that, that's something that I hear a lot, and I see a lot of people address either honestly or Or to try to make money. Honestly, yes. Um, saying like, oh, here's some training tips for women only or for men only. You and you, know? you, you always hear like the, the big words thrown around like the metabolic adaptation workouts or the metabolic workouts that are sure to fire and burn away the fat uh, in your tummy and midsection and, and really pinpoint certain sexes and where certain sexes usually want to lose body fat or, or sculpt or build um, the pinpointing of these with no actual, um, you know, Reference to yeah, it, yeah yeah there you go it's just marketing terms so um, with so this we're going to say there is no difference but to go further in depth um, Michelle actually pointed out a really good point um, between general uh, I'd say stereotypes but they're really based on truth uh, say guys neglect, neglecting training glutes and hamstrings uh, if not legs. And women neglecting chest or, you know, the upper body or things that, you know. Thinking that they're going to get bulky, quote unquote. Yes. But, you know, know, to to a respectable degree, everyone has uh, certain weak points in a a body they want to achieve um, wherever they are in uh, in life. But it is always, always, always good to have uh, core muscle groups, especially the biggest ones in your body, um, at least... Uh, up to par and not lagging and you know not creating any um, inefficiencies within daily life or later down the road especially when you get older and start to utilize you know the muscles that have adapted you don't want muscle imbalances or um, you don't want to make your weak points weaker and strong points even stronger to make it even more you do you do want balance to it to a a healthy sense and I say healthy as in long-term overall sustainable health um, without getting injured, all this good stuff, especially if you're an athlete. Uh, balance um, is, uh, you can strive for it. Sometimes better athletes are better unbalanced. Um, but, you know, if you're weight training, and especially if you're going for a look, um, balance is, you know, always a good place to start and then uh, move forward from there. Yeah, 
prevents injury too. Like a lot of a lot of women neglect um, certain upper body parts, like chest, like mm-hmm. Ryan mentioned, or back because they don't want to be wider, or shoulders because they don't want to look wider, and they say that they have broad shoulders. But if you if you neglect chest or if you neglect back, you're you know you're putting yourself in a position to have bad posture and other um, negative health side effects. And same thing for men. If you're neglecting glutes, which work synergistically with your quads, um, you're setting yourself up for, you know, most likely injury during a leg day. So I, I actually had very weak glutes in comparison to my quads. Um, and it is um, wreaked havoc on my lower back and uh, my overall just connection with hams in my, my posterior. It's, it's been tough, but I've <clears throat> been isolating heavily uh, glutes, a lot of hip thrusts and uh, glute bridges and whatnot. And uh, it has really helped in, in terms of my actual compoundness as well, like a, a more balanced uh, approach to it. I almost you know, had to relearn how to deadlift and relearn how to squat using um, a full contraction of glutes uh, throughout on both, um, to which on both I was not at all. It was, uh, you know, for deadlifts, it was all back and, if not quads. Um, so, yeah, you get, that's a, a good example. Yes, definitely. For lifting heavy, that's a big difference. Yes. Like, for me especially, I know I um, I neglected chest to a certain degree in the beginning. I had a really weak chest, and um, my back didn't grow very quickly, but since it, it was growing because I was hitting it, you know, consistently... I wasn't hitting my chest um, as consistently. My posture was getting worse, and it, it was throwing off everything, especially um, with working delts. Uh, I, I just couldn't connect nearly as well because I, my, my chest wasn't open or lifted up when mm-hmm. I was lifting. Just it, it just throws off so many things within your training session if you're neglecting certain parts over others. Yeah. Um, I, I would stick to, um, if, you, if you're just starting out or whoever you are listening, uh, really be truthful again with yourself first, uh, where you are um, in terms of your expertise. So if you're an expert in the gym, you think you've got one to two to three to four to five years in the gym, can you connect with every single muscle group on your body willingly? Um, and you know, for reps, can you do this with every single muscle group, not just you know your your competent lifts? So this is you know all about being a, a well-rounded lifter in terms of a, a, a bodybuilder and um, how are you going to progress 20 years down the line if you're a natural bodybuilder? Um, you know, depending on where your weaknesses are now and your strengths, but it is it is always good to have a, a an, an at least a, a connection with every single um, portion of your body that you can. Yeah. Regardless of sex. Regardless of sex. Yes. And then to address the um, the whole like when women not wanting to be bulky thing. This is where sex differences actually actually come into play because hormones now come into play. Women naturally just do not, regardless of if, if you're a woman with high tests, even if you have high tests, you don't have nearly as much testosterone as men do. And that is going to affect you in terms of your results from lifting heavy. So even if you're eating a surplus and you're aiming to grow, you're not going to grow at the same rate as a man does. So, or you won't be able to put um, on the amount of tissue, obviously, that a man would in a, in a given time, or be able to do it as as efficiently 
um, with the, the calories. Yes. Naturally, they, they just do. But um, this is still um, this is still a time game. We're still, you know, um, it's hard to tell. Say uh, a woman who has been lifting for fifteen years um, and comes uh, next to a man in reference who's been lifting for two and it'll look much different. So it's mm-hmm. it's all time in, and uh, this is what we want to stress. But time in is completely dependent on how you can adhere. I will always go back to this in every single podcast. Every every time, I will I will always come all the way back around to adherence being first. I want to stress that yes. to no matter what um, I sincerely year doubt yeah. that any woman um, who is not wanting to really put on mass is going to adhere to being in such a severe caloric surplus and such an intense training program to the point where she puts on that much muscle mass to the point that it's so significant that she yeah. would think that she's starting to look. Yeah. And if anything, healthy. just stop lifting. There's, there's, I mean, muscle does go away if you're, if you are natural and you haven't deformed yourself in, in any way, um, quickly with any other aids. Um, yes. So, I mean, it's, it's bulky is a very strange, I don't know. I, I don't know where it came from. I'm, I'm sure it came from just obviously seeing women's bodybuilding, um, people on PEDs. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. So it's a, we want to really, emphasize the, the just the strength um, that I see coming out of the, the women who lift and I'm not talking about physical um, the confidence with themselves and what they um, are doing uh, amongst each other amongst the community amongst um, the world and I'm it's, it's it's so cool to see it's you know it's so cool to see Michelle lifting and doing all these uh, compound lifts every single day progressively um, you know, better than most of my mates would um, growing up, or at least even now. Um, I, I can say she has adhered to a more optimal sense of training and nutrition than most of the people I've ever met. And that's just, um, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to be in a community and it's cool to be with like minds and um, regardless of sex or, or anything like that. Adherence is the game. And um, adherence is the game.